from Crick Buzz. He's all the way over in India right now, covering the 50-over World Cup, the man I speak of, is Barat Sundarace. And Barat, welcome back to the program. Cheers. Thanks for having me, Matt. And uh, I just heard you mentioned uh, this being a warm-up. It suddenly is warming up in India. Uh, you know, it was a lot different in the Adelaide Hills when I left home a <laughs> couple of days ago. But yeah, it's hot, it's humid. And, uh, you know, we've come here at the right time. October is when it gets really steamy uh, in uh, this part of the world. So, yeah, we're just prepping for it, but so are the Australians. How do you think the Aussies will handle the conditions? Uh, look, I mean, they they are in an advantageous position, having spent what, nearly two weeks here already playing the three official ODIs against India and the one warm-up, uh, which kind of was rain-affected in uh, Thiruvananthapuram against the Netherlands. Uh, so, like, you know, they would have they would have had enough time to acclimatize. Uh, but having said that, I mean, a majority of the white ball players in particular have spent so much time uh, playing at different times of the year in India. So it wouldn't be a new experience for them. And I don't see them right, really uh, needing too much time to get uh, you know, used to what to expect there. Mm. How do you think they're shaping up? I mean, they're, they've been marred by injury in the build-up to this World Cup. How do you think they're looking? Uh, look... Uh, it's shaping up at the right time. Uh, we saw uh, Glenn Maxwell put on a starry role with the ball in his return game. Uh, Mitchell Stark looked good uh, in his return game as well. And then obviously he's taken that hat-trick in that warm-up game against the Netherlands. Um, so shaping up well. Uh, it, it's more or less pretty much what, what we saw in 2019. What Nine of the 15 who were part of Australia's squad then are back. Uh, there are, of course, a few new faces in that sense with... Uh, Manus coming in and Mitchell Marsh back in the side. Don't forget, he was he's a World Cup winner already, mm. having played in 2015. Uh, so I think, uh, though they would have obviously wanted to go into the uh, tournament with Travis Head fit and raring to go at the top of the order, uh, but uh, you know I think with uh, Marsh coming in at the top, uh, the only question I guess they have in mind is who bats at number four? Would it be uh, Cameron Green or do they just blood Manus Labuschagne in? Yeah, what do you think? they'll go with because Manus has been really good in the build-up to this World Cup. As you mm. just spoke about, he was able to come in uh, as a late addition. Which way would you lean if, if you were the coach? If if Manus was bowling as regularly as he was, say, 12 months ago, I think that that, that wouldn't even be a question, uh, Matt, in my opinion. But, you know, when you have someone like Cameron Green, who, yes, is a generational talent, but more importantly, can give you those five, six overs or on a good day, give you uh, uh, his full quota of 10 overs. It is very tempting to keep him in the side. Uh, but like Manas has shown, I mean, the question marks around his white ball game was, can he match up to the tempo at which 50-over cricket is played these days? Uh, and he's proven in his knocks in South Africa and uh, also in India that he is up for it. His game has taken to the next level. Uh, and I, I, I personally, I would pick Manas ahead of Cameron Reed. Uh, but, hey, I'm also his assistant batting coach, so I guess I'm slightly conflicted there. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you surprised they didn't go with the with the second spinner? Uh, look, I think Maxwell's performance the other night would have convinced them about what they already knew. I think Glenn Maxwell is a underrated spin bowler in uh, white ball cricket, especially 50-over cricket, even more than 20-over cricket. Um, he, uh, he, he can bowl at different periods as well. He can open the bowling for you. He can come in those middle overs. And on a good day, bowl in the death as well, like he did that day. So uh, I think in him, they have a second specialist spinner, uh, pretty much. Um, and with him batting at number seven as well, it just gives you the kind of balance you do need uh, to win a World Cup in India. Uh, you know, we go, go back to the last time a 50-over men's World Cup was held here. Uh, everybody talks about the Dhoni six and, you know, Tindulkar and Sehwag. But Yuvraj Singh's 
wickets with, with the ball. I think he took over 14, 15 wickets. Is what really won India that World Cup eventually. So he played such a big role with the ball. So if you can be a spinner like that, like Lynn Maxwell, um, I think uh, in Australia don't have to be as concerned as a lot of people seem to be about their spin stocks for this tournament. So how do you think they'll shape up today against Pakistan? How do you think they'll go? And what do you think they'll look to take out of this game? Uh, I was speaking of Glenn Maxwell, look, uh, like I said, he's come back from injury, but he's just played what, two games in the last two official ODIs in the last 12 or so months after that uh, foot injury. So I think they'll want to give him a look in with the bat. Uh, or that's what I expect. So uh, don't expect them to go with the same batting order that you'll see on Sunday. Uh, but just get those those guys uh, a longer go. And obviously, it's 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 a it's a cricket match, and there will be bowlers. So Steve Smith and Manus Labushin will want to have a bat. So you can't stop them from doing that. Uh, but yeah, I do think that it'll be more a game where you know uh, the likes of Maxwell and even Mitchell Stark uh, get that one extra day out on the field. Uh, to be 100% ready for India in Chennai. And lastly, before I let you go, Bharat, uh, India, Australia's first matchup. You'd have to think India will be one of the favourites for this tournament. The others maybe Pakistan, England, New Zealand. Yeah. Who are you liking? Who are the teams that are shaping up to really contend for this World Cup? The irony is, uh, Matt, till like four weeks ago, everybody thought India was going to struggle. <laughs> you know, they had like lots of options, obviously, to pick from, but uh, they just weren't firing as a one-day side. But then everything's changed around, as it does in Indian cricket. They beat Pakistan, they beat Sri Lanka, famously in that Asia Cup final. And just their performances against Australia in the three-match series where every time they brought someone in, he did something. So I think that suddenly makes them uh, overwhelming favourites. Uh, it's great to have the experience of our Ashwin back in the side as well. Uh, but you're right. I mean, uh, England and Pakistan would be the other two, just uh, on the basis of uh, the way they play one-day cricket and the conditions. Uh, but don't rule out a team like Sri Lanka. Uh, I thought... Uh, even though they've had to qualify for this uh, Super 10 or whatever they call it these days, uh, the main draw, uh, they have the kind of team that can uh, challenge a lot of teams uh, in on slow pitches that will turn, which is what we'll see during this World Cup. Hey, Bharat, enjoy today's match and enjoy the World Cup. Thank you so much, Matt. Uh, I can't wait to talk to you again. Cheers. Thank you. There he goes, Bharat Sundarayson, live from India. As we build towards the 50-over World Cup, the Aussies in a warm-up match a bit later on this afternoon against Pakistan.